Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Multicultural. We're multimedia, multicultural, and pop culture as fuck. My name is uh, Brian. I usually go by either B. Hearn or AKA the Puerto Rican Poppy or El Nino, Eagles Nation <laughs> representing <laughs> and lifetime fanboy. No, God, please, no! Ryan Saber, otherwise known as Captain Cleveland. I'm your resident Browns loyalist, Browns loyalist, Chief Wahoo defender, and LeBron lover. <laughs> Cleveland! This is for you! I'm, uh, I've answered to uh, Jerry. Don, Jadon, Junior, Private, Nerd, Gaylord, Manchild, uh, Space Boy. Uh, I'll answer to anything. I even answered to uh, Hey Shithead uh, for about two, 10 years uh, waiting tables. She but, was so uh, sweet. I'm the comic guru over here at Multipopsural, and uh, I'll answer to uh, Jadon, I think. <laughs> That's, That's what we're going to call you, so I yeah. hope you... Yeah, my... Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Oh. Uh, I thought it was cool. I'll give a f- what you think, Jerry. All right, I am Jordan. Uh, I go by Doodoo Brown Doodoo sometimes. Brown. That's what I am sometimes. on. <laughs> Doodoo Brown 3879, uh, Fortnite, PS4. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to say that shit every show. Um, I curse a whole bunch, so I'm sorry if I do that ever again, but fuck you also. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our first ever, the pilot episode of Multipopsural. Today we are going to be covering... Uh, Ready Player One, as well as just talking about the show in general and what to expect a couple weeks ahead. want to take the opportunity to shout out one of our sponsors, Jeff Beal, who specializes in consulting, design, and project management of any project, specializing in automation systems. For Jeff, guys, no job is too big or too small. Find Jeff on Instagram at G-E-O-F-F underscore pronounced underscore J-E-F-F. We all saw Ready Player One. We thought, it, um, for, for nerds like us, I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it was just... You're a nerd, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, Goonies never say die. Yes, okay? thank you. It was, it was just nostalgia for me from front to back, the entire movie. And that was great to see... But so just to let everybody know, there are going to be some <laughs> coming your way. There was very little substance for me in this movie. Like, it, I mean, it was it was visually amazing. But you know, what else can we expect from Steven Spielberg? But um, and his whole team. Credit to them. Amblin Entertainment. What did I say? Whole team. Oh, okay. That's well, okay. you know. <laughs> Thank you, my stat checker over there. You sexy squad. little baby bear. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been called that. <laughs> Puerto Rican poppy, yes. But hey, not, it, not sexy little add baby it, bear. Add it to your list. Add, add it, it to, to my list. list. Sexy little From baby Doodoo bear. From doo Brizzle. Boom. Put that okay, on my so, tombstone, please. Okay, so my I have three words written down <laughs> in my notes for Ready Player One that we talked about for like 20 minutes right mm. before this. I am gay. I. <laughs> that is what you did talk about. I did. I did record. say that. I did. I had three things I needed to, like, if we have to edit it out. <laughs> We'll have to see how the first episode goes, maybe. I don't even know. All right, so I have I have the Oasis, I have Percival, and I have Artemis written down. You know what? That deserves That, does kind, of, that does kind of wrap it up. You know what? 
I'm not going to lie. Like, when I was watching the movie, it was very hard. I, I, un, okay, bear with me. I understand that they're in a fantasy world, and this is far in the future, heavy quotation marks, and, you know, it's... It's like 30 you, years. You have, to, you have to let a couple things go. But, with that being said, I still can't believe that he, this kid, is the first person to have found... The very first Easter egg. And after that, everyone else was like, found the Easter egg. And then the last Easter egg. Tell us what the first Easter egg was. The first Easter egg was when he drove backwards. Uh, Technically the first key. In the race. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Just saying. Okay, well, Mr. I read the books. (laughs) I read the the book. (laughs) It's a book. Yeah, just What did I say? It's not like the fucking trilogy. I'm pretty sure I didn't. The Ready Player One trilogy. (laughs) You know. Yeah. You know, it actually, starts it was right cool, after Harry Potter. I thought it was, well, for me, the words are so big because they, you know, I can't read so many words at one time. But no, okay, so so he was the very first person to find out that you have to drive backwards. And this is after what, like, it was a couple, it was five years. Five man. years. Yeah, five five years. years of no one finding anything. Right. And with, with how they made it look, every single human being on the planet is playing this game. Trying to, trying to find, trying to find the thing. Yeah. But the corporation's paying people to play. Exactly. Yeah. So how has one person... I've been playing video games where I literally run into one corner of a map for 45 minutes just thinking, I know there's something there. I know I can fucking jump on this thing. Don't be mad at Parcival because he's better at video games <laughs> than you, bro. Like, I don't know what to Okay, so... Okay, is it Parcival or is it Percival? Because <laughs> I His wrote name down is Wade Watts. Wade, so let's, let's call go him with Wade. Wade Watts. Yeah, we'll go with Wade. All right. So, well, oh, fuck this. Dumb this square. Well, that's like that's like fourteen jokes. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So okay. So I just I just find it hard to believe. And while I'm sitting there watching this movie, it, like I, I was trying to get over the hump. It, as soon as one person finds it out, essentially like forty five other people automatically yeah. know. And this 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 guy who is in charge of the corporation, he he sees the he sees the name on the board, yes. And then he goes after that person. Like he automatically knows who that is. Yes. He kills his aunt and abusive uncle. Yeah, abusive boyfriend. Not even uncle because I mean you know they were in trailers. <laughs> <laughs> so judgmental. Oh God. Tra- oh people God. in trailers so was, get married. I was going to say, and they also have podcasts, too. <laughs> I grew up in a trailer. I grew up in a trailer. We're okay if you're not married. Jordan. Did you? Yeah. Yes. So did my uncle's best friend's it, neighbor's dog. It definitely wasn't stacked on top of another Very trailer. True. No, they and were not stacked. stacked. On top there you go. One. They call it another one. The Stacks. I think I have an answer for why uh, no one could uh, could get the first one. Uh, I think it's uh, because this is a, uh, it's obviously in a post-apocalyptic uh, society here, but what we didn't realize is that this is the society from Idiocracy. Yes. <gasps> Where <laughs> is the Wilson brother? Not the, not the wow. 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 I'm wow. wow. <laughs> I'm just telling you, he, instead of, instead of uh, Parsival, his name should have been Upgrade. Spell. <laughs> <laughs> With two Basis. D's, with two D for a double dose of this pimpin'. <laughs> I love it. 
Oh my god, that was a oh great. Let's just scrap this and, and talk about inner idiocracy. Idiocracy is, oh my god, is immediate. So, good. so okay, so okay, judge so, is god. So, no, so okay, so one of my favorite slash most hated moments of this movie of, of Ready Ready Player One. <laughs> favorite works. most hated. Ready Player One. Okay, yes, most hated. So okay, so at the end, most hated. So at the end, when they're like in the van. Ooh, I like the way my <laughs> in the van. in the, baby ice cream in the van. With, yeah, so okay, so he he had just found everything. They he wins all this motherfucking money and shit, and takes 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 full control over what you call it, the chocolate factory. They okay, so so there's a knock at the door. They open the door and they're like, I forget who the first person was, but it's somebody. And they're like, give us a minute, and they close the doors again, and then they open the doors again, and, and it's, it's somebody guy. else. And then they're like, uh, give us a minute, and they close the doors, and they keep close. And I re- uh, leaned over to my dad, who is alive, and he That's was good. he was still sitting there, not especially the that he's at the theater. Well, I mean, he's not Carl, so he was like sitting there, and he was just like, <laughs> he was he was just watching this movie. He's a he's a large black man, so. My mom is a white woman, and my dad. I didn't take my mom because she is. It, funny. I don't know how you're getting all. No, no, into no. That. It's it's funny because. So okay, so my dad, my dad, my dad's black, and my mom's white, and I, I was sitting there with my dad, and I don't take my mom to like big budget movies anymore with like a lot of action and stuff because she is the black man in the movie theater where she makes all of the noise. She's just like, oh my god, oh my god, whoa! And my dad is like a very like even though he's six eight, yeah. He just... He's very soft-spoken. He's very soft-spoken. Shit, Negro. That's all you had to say. By the way, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Brown, we love you. Oh, God, they're the best. They're (laughs) the best. They are awesome. They are the best humans on this planet. But they're definitely white and black. If you missed (laughs) that moment, if you missed that, that's what they are. So, um, So I leaned over to my dad, and I was like, why don't they just leave the fucking doors open? And my dad was like, huh. And that's my story. <laughs> so what? Wait, doors open? Wanted, Are we talking about the same movie still? No, he's still talking about, about the a quiet van. place. Because he, I think he jumped over to a quiet place. We even got the sound engine. <laughs> I don't even think we're on Ready Player One right now. Because he wanted to kiss. Oh no, no, yes, the yes, van. yes, yes. He the wanted van. to kiss his girl. Oh, okay. Right, the but van. then, but then they were like, "You've got all this money waiting for you," and they were like, "Up," oh, and the, and then the, the next scene. The doors open again, and I was just like, "Yo, wait, when did they close the doors?" And I was like, "He's a player, man. He wanted, he wanted, he wanted to kiss his girl." I'm just saying, but at the last scene, you see the doors open, and everyone's cheering on the three people who did it, while the black girl, who was also black girl guy, whatever the fuck you want to call her, real racial person. (laughs) She, she. I'm just letting you know, human H, right? Yeah. Hey, I saw this movie, Uh, so. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> so, so she was sitting there telling the police what was going on, and like no one was cheering her on because she didn't win, man. Well, fuck that. Well, they were cheering everyone else on, but she her. was she Plus, was the muscle. They closed. Yes, Drill. if it weren't Drill. for the Iron Goddamn Giant, they wouldn't have won shit. Listen, now would they? Yeah. That. I understand. That you're, scene was so. cool. I can see how that you're scene upset. was. So I can cool. see how you're upset about. That. I'm like half upset. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's that percentage. Right. He's a so should we move mediocre on? salty. So should we move on? To, uh, are we still doing Ready Player One? I think it's my turn to go. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna hey, go. Listen, so. I Saber, the Cleveland BDS. I'm going to go, yeah, Captain Cleveland. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say, <laughs> look, I did not read the book, so I am just the movie guy on this, but Same. I thought it was a good time. You know, you ne- I never really got bored. I brought my girlfriend who's not a, you know, she's not a 
comic book or girl kind of pop culture person <laughs> at all. She loved Freaking it. Girls. The movie never lost my attention. It was visually, you know, outstanding. It really um, was. Yeah, they spent a, they spent significantly a, a large amount of time creating this world similar to a lot of Mazel Tovs. Many, <laughs> many, many Mazel Tovs. I thought it, I thought it was visually outstanding. All right, my favorite part, you know, aside from the visuals and, and the pop culture, which we'll get into, is you know, and you guys are probably going to make fun of me a little bit here, but I like the love story. Oh my god! Oh my! The Rob thing is in the building. Jesus Christ, Listen. dude, Saba, your girlfriend isn't listening right That's now. True. Thank God. Yeah, the romantic love story. I just, I thought that, that she was in love. I thought it was a great part. You know, I, I thought it was good. I like to see the kid get the girl. He won in the end. He got the money. He got the control. He got the woman. You know, every man's fantasy. My least favorite part: character development. Um, you know, it's. It's always challenging when you take a popular book to to a movie, right? But uh, you know, I just didn't think they did a very good job at developing some of the some of the characters, or even you know, really all of them. Pop culture references that I loved. Hey, let's get yeah. Let's top, get three, top three, top three, top three, top three. Yeah, let's do a top three real quick. Um, I think the say anything boombox was key. Mm-hmm. Um, Kit from Knight Rider was in there. I thought that was awesome. And then my, my, my favorite one was when uh, Wade, a.k.a. Parzival, was getting ready in the club. One of the one of the outfits that he uh, changed to was Prince. And ah, I needed yeah. to bring that up. That was actually And uh, I thought that was yeah, outstanding. The, the blouse so, song. That's true. Touché. That's true. Do we want to do grades now or you want to save them until the end? No, no. Let's just keep going with the, uh, you know, the top, top three. three. Going yeah, off of your scene right there, sure. my scene, two right off the bat. As it's going into H's, you know, little garage hangout spot, mm. you see the Cocktails and Dreams yep. neon sign, which I thought was just fantastic. Cocktail. And then while he's getting ready in front of the uh, mirror, the uh, re-elect Mayor Goldie Wilson That's from right. Back to the yeah. Future was fantastic. And, uh, you know, you uh, I know old. you mentioned Kit. I know we are old. Kit from <laughs> Knight Rider I thought was, I mean, to me, the DeLorean in general was, yeah, was dope. Awesome. And the beginning scene. The end scene, uh, to me, I, I definitely, you know how Will Ferrell wanted more cowbell. I, I wanted more DeLorean, yeah, to be sure. honest with you. Awesome. Uh, I thought that was a major, major highlight. So those are my three as far as uh, pop culture references and, and uh, Easter eggs or whatnot for the movie. How about you, douchebag? <laughs> A.K.A. J-Dom. No, I thought it was shithead. Oh, that's what it, it's anything as long as I'm getting paid. <laughs> no, guys, my, my top three from this movie, uh, number one has to be the part at the beginning where it's the commercial for the Oasis, and you and it says, you can climb Mount Everest with Batman. Yes. And you see it, it's kind of an homage. First off, it's the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman that's actually climbing. But then if you also if you look at it, it kind of resembles the uh, the 60s TV show where they're climbing up the side of the oh, building, yeah, too. Nice. So it's like, that's awesome. It's, nice. it's sort of a, a, a two-Easter egg in one kind of thing. Pop, if so you're listening, you're going to love that reference. But that's only that only counts for one. Um, number two... Um, in H's garage, mm-hmm. you see the Iron Giant, but then if eagle-eyed fans will look in the corner and you will see Spike's swordfish ship from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, okay. Cowboy Bebop is probably my favorite anime, anime show. Um, I'm a huge DBZ fan, Talk but... character. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop is 
my favorite by by far. And seeing Spike's signature ship was definitely a highlight in seeing this movie. Number and two. then number three was also I, I was just looking around. I wasn't I wasn't looking at love stories over here. I was <laughs> I was looking for spaceships and, uh, and and shit. So you got love actually sitting next to me. I'm here. all about the ladies. Say anything, <laughs> boombox, baby. But come on, I definitely saw uh, Serenity, the ship. Yep. I yeah. I lost it. I think I made a, a little uh, a little noise that I probably shouldn't have in, in the movie. You know that's Theater. the same noise that's you're going to make when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, no, guys, those are my, my three. My three. My top three. I I I'm in love with the game God of War, and uh, at one point you see Kratos as he's walking into the club. You see Kratos walking out. Nice. And I was like, badass. That's cool that they added that into. And second most. Uh, there's been a, there were a couple of times that they had battle toads. Yes, just they like did. randomly. You're right. And me, my brother and I, pardon me, you English majors. Um, my brother and I. <laughs> Who the we, fuck's an English we, major? Your brother Skyler. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> yeah, plug. listen to my plug. Video, my brother Skyler. <laughs> Shameless plug. plug. Playing <laughs> next week at Stumblestones. <laughs> we we play weddings and shit like that. Whatever I guess is important to you. Jordan plays the bass. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. not important. So anyway, so uh, yeah, battle toads <laughs> popped up like numerous times in the movie, True. and I was like, that is. Bangarang because that is Bang-a-rang. an awesome word. And uh, my my third favorite, I'm surprised none of you guys said this honestly, when the Iron Giant is going down and I knew it was going to fucking happen and the fucking Terminator, Terminator thumbs up happened. Yeah. yeah. With the fucking Iron Giant. I'm so surprised none of you guys said yeah. and that. Was my, that was probably my favorite moment in the whole entire movie. That was a great Good. moment. Great mm-hmm. moment. I mean, having the Iron Giant in there was fantastic, but that moment through, yeah. I, I am shocked that none of us said I that. I leaned over to fantastic. my dad, who is white, and he said... <laughs> now he's white? What's going on over here? Look, I'm inconsistent. So I leaned over, and I was like, Terminator, Terminator, Terminator. I was elbowing his chest, his 44-inch chest, and I was like, Terminator. And he was like, stop hitting me before I kill you. And I was like, you're my dad. You guys said a lot. You guys yeah. had a lot of conversations. Yeah, we did. We did. Well, you know, we, it was, we were actually the only two people in the entire movie theater. When we want to go see this, so I guess we could have brought my mom, who's black. So we want to. Do, do we want to do grades? What grades? Yeah, let's do, you do it. it. I, I would honestly, since I said it was big dumb fun, like I, you don't. To me, you didn't have to think for this movie. It was just nostalgia for me. So, I mean, there, like you said, no good character development. I give it a C plus. Wow. It was gorgeous. Uh, you were looking around. You're trying to find everything. Um, I didn't really care about the story as long as the action was. Uh, continuing to go on i thought it was great i give it a a b plus i gave it a b uh i thought it was like a warm bath for 80s kids i mean i just really did like i just i kind of sunk into it i thought it was really good but sunk into it the character development the character development left a little bit to be desired a warm bath with a gross old Dead woman, <laughs> like a warm. Oh my god, that part kids. was like. Yeah. I was like, god, I thought true. you guys would have. Oh god, that. it was it was bad the first time in The Shining. <laughs> yeah, so I'll get to that here in a minute. So my thing is, um, I don't read that many books. Let me just get this out of the way. I'm definitely not. Same. I, I mean, all of us, if anything, we're reading comic books, you know, or graphic novels, Thank not you. book books. What about the good book? <laughs> right. So I actually <laughs> did read this book and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. If they were to make this into a movie. 
it definitely would have had to be two parts. <laughs> so no love for the good book. You know the, the good, book of Eli. You might I do love the good book. I love you, Jesus. Come on now. Which Jesus? I love Jesus. The real Jesus the real or Walking Dead? <laughs> Not Walking Dead. Jesus. The Ninja Jesus. The man of is there a Jesus in the Walking Dead? <laughs> there is a dude named the Jesus. Well, I mean, I Not guess... the Jesus from Nick Lebowski either. I was about so to say there's a whole lot of Jesus is going on. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess Jesus did arise again. You got a date Wednesday, Rick. <laughs> so okay, okay, so, all right, okay. So getting okay, to okay. it, you know, the the book to ooh, me ooh, was ooh. was fantastic, outstanding. The first time I saw the movie. I was immediately comparing it to the book. Like, the, the first challenge is nothing like the first challenge. The second, third, the love story, you know, sucks as far as, to me, the movie goes, because in the book it gets more in-depth, and you can see how they fall in love, this, that, and the other. That's so right. not, just because they, not just because they seemingly have to. Right, right. So, you know, it's the second time I went in, I was like, well, I want to see it in 3D, which was fantastic. And I went in just thinking, stop thinking of the book and go in and enjoy the movie. And that's exactly what I did. I did enjoy it. You know, as far as based on the book, it's always, you know, 99% of the time, the movie's not going to be as good as the book. If I didn't go in reading the book at all whatsoever, I probably would have loved it, knocked it out of the park the first time around. But, you know, I'm going to give it between, not just book to movie, but, you know, definitely a B plus. Uh, Visually, it is amazing. Steven Spielberg's doing his thing. Um, The soundtrack's great. You know, I, I, to me, I know people are like, oh, well, there were so many Easter eggs in there. They definitely could have thrown in a lot more, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a B plus. Cool. I'd like to take the opportunity to shout out another one of our sponsors, Bulls Tavern, located in downtown Winston-Salem. They have 24 taps, classic cocktail lists, and great bourbon selections, live music, four nights a week, and Sunday fun day home spot with Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar. Guys, check out Bulls Tavern in Winston. And now we're going to do a little segment where every week we kind of uh, do a little bit of an individual sort of this week in, in pop culture history or things that, that have happened around this time that, that, are, that are special to us. So I'm going to go ahead and start. I actually have two things. Or just, oh, of course he does. Or just like freeform things you want to talk and about. And you know what? Next week that you're I may, excited about. He may ne- have ten things next Next time I may have three. So make sure my bowl of yellow, yellow M&Ms are ready. So, so the first thing I want to talk about is 1997. There was a man, young man. Oh, my named, God. We're starting this. Okay. Yeah. Well, goodness. That's how we started. I named, thought we only had 14 minutes. Hold on. Named Eldrick Tiger Woods, who became both the youngest and the first black athlete to win the Masters. Significantly important to pop culture history, sports history, uh, society. Uh, <laughs> not to get too serious, Golf but it was, it was very, very important. Yep. And the second wrong. thing, a little less, uh, little less sports related about TV. In 2011, some people's favorite show, most people's favorite show that's, that's going on right now, Game of Thrones premiered. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I just, I just yeah, we got a thumbs up from the engineer I just immediately became erect. <laughs> I, have a feeling, I have a feeling that Game of Thrones will be a significant topic on this show oh, moving yes. forward. So More yes. than one time. To put that in there. Yeah. Before next year when the shit actually comes out. Yeah, we'll have a lot to talk Well, about. like I said before, I'm um, kind of the uh, comic nerd of the group. I mean, we all like comic book stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> pretty into comics i got a pretty big collection it's growing um out of control right now um but I'll, anyway I'll take what you don't want it's under <laughs> it's, uh, it's under your control i definitely I'll be your storage unit yeah you're right it it's is under definitely under control. my control <laughs> i hide it well um but anyway um what i want to talk about is a two huge comic book storylines going on right now 
first uh, is called Thanos Wins. And I thought okay. it would be appropriate with uh, Infinity War coming up. Bum, 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 bum. Next Thanos, week. Yeah. Thanos Six Wins days. is a story by Donny Cates and uh, drawn by Jeff Shaw. And it's the story of the Thanos from our time getting dragged into the future by the cosmic ghost rider and being shown his future. God, that just sounds cool. That sounds yeah. so erection. Like, I would <laughs> love that. So what happened was that, let's see, Thanos, um, he beats his cancer, which I know it's, it's weird, but when, they, when Marvel, yeah, when Marvel, uh, what? <laughs> when Marvel gave him his own comic uh, in 2015 or 2016, um, they, start, they started out the story with <laughs> Thanos is sick. And so he needed Impossible. to get better. And so he found a... Gauntlet? No. <laughs> it was called a God Quarry. And what that did was, if you jumped in there, it was kind of like that uh, that water pool in uh, Avengers Age of Ultron that Thor was hanging out in. Okay. So he got in there, and he got restored. And so after he got restored, he went on his I Beat Cancer tour. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, I would. That is a pretty happy uh, thing to to go through, and so you know, he, I hear that he's he's good now, and he decided to celebrate by taking over Chitari Prime and took over their planet. And so, while he was doing that, he was visited by the Cosmic Ghost Rider. And so, what you find out is the Cosmic Ghost Rider was sent by his boss, and he didn't really tell you who his boss mm. was. Thanos kept thinking it was Mephisto because. He was, uh, that's who gives the Ghost Riders powers. And so Thanos wasn't really feeling what the Rider was talking about. And so the Rider pulled out a piece of the Time Stone, Ooh. chained up Thanos, and dragged his ass into the future. Now, wait, is this Nick Cage? This Ghost is Rider? not Nick. <laughs> this better not be Nick Cage, Ghost Rider. <gasps> that was horrible. No, this. Thanos, Ghost... come with me! <laughs> if you know the story of the Ghost Rider, he's uh, Johnny Blaze. And then later it was Danny Ketch. And now it's. Uh, who's, the, who's the kid with the car now? You're looking oh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking to me. You should not look yeah, to yeah, say he's not Ghost Rider. He's got a Volvo. Yeah. I don't watch, I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sorry. My This anyway. Week in Pop Culture was about a golfer. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll get it. I'll, if it I'll was LeBron James, he'd know. <laughs> but no, uh, this cosmic Ghost Rider. Is actually none other than the Punisher, Frank Castle. Oh, oh shit! And Spoiler the plot alert. thickens. See, Frank Castle becomes the Ghost Rider, I'm and cool then that. he becomes the Herald like of Galactus. And so he's got the Ghost Rider powers and the power cosmic. Jeez! And now of... he's working for Than King Thanos in the future. So wait, so this is this is Ghost Rider mixed with the Silver Surfer? No, no. This is silver. This is the Ghost Rider mixed with the Punisher mixed with a Herald of Galact uh, Galactus. Okay, so not, not necessarily, necessarily the Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. Funny you mentioned the Silver Surfer. He popped it up. He popped up at the end of one of the episodes. Guess what he had in his hand? The Infinity Gauntlet. Mjolnir. No, what? I'm oh, telling you. Oh this shit! If you're not reading Thanos right now. You're missing out. Okay, this well, is I just got. The I just got so story. excited about it. <laughs> Silver Sir, why would he? Need, I, I'll, I'll just fucking read it. How read about the, that? Read let's, the comics. Let, next part. Did you have another thing, or is it is it my, is it my turn? Just uh, remember um, the Titans. free comic book day. It's coming up. Go Ooh, out. Get yeah, some yeah, free yeah, comic yeah, yeah. Book when day, is that? When is May that? 5th, May fifth. May fifth. Correct. Yeah. May fifth. It's, it's not free May comic the book day. 
So make sure you check out Sailfish, Acme Comics, Unknown Parts here in Greensboro. Parts, yes. unknown. Uh, parts, parts unknown. Yeah, unknown parts. <laughs> that's my. Parts that's unknown. what we call my penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those parts are known. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. And just another reminder that the show is rated R. So, you know. I said penis. Yeah, I know, but Not still. dick, cock, oh, no, before floppy all Johnson. <laughs> all right. Jordan, you want to go and do your thing? Yeah, 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 sure. So I'm really excited about, um, I just picked up, which came out yesterday, I just picked up the God of War, the new God of War for PS4. Yeah. And it is easily, very quickly becoming my favorite video game. Story-wise, Action-wise, uh, combat-wise, like upgrade-wise, like literally everything that you could put into a mo- in a movie, which is I mean th- this prob- this is this is essentially it a play- like one. Yeah. and it's and it's the it's the story that sticks with you. Like I mean, like so so Kratos that we all know and love mm-hmm. is um, he's the he's the Spartan that arose uh, ascended to become a god by killing Zeus and every, all of the other ones essentially, like literally all of them, mm-hmm. and um, now he's. When you take the mantle of him, and uh, when you take the mantle of Kratos in this game, it's um, uh, you just you're still the same Kratos. You have a beard. That's neat. But um, you're <laughs> I, I, I want to say it's Nordic mythology now, like Nordic okay. gods. Okay. So he's, Norse. What did I say? Ah, expose him. All right, Nor- you Nordish <laughs> majors. You fucking kook. So um, Nordic is a piece of exercise equipment. <laughs> You know, the I'm, track. So, I'm so fucking mad right now. So okay, so so uh, Kratos now all of a sudden has a son named uh, Atreus, and it's a very it's very cool because like we know uh, we know Kratos to be just like mer- like merciless and just like fuck shit up yes. all of the time, he no matter what. He, he just fucking kills people, right? And now he's got the son who he's trying to like teach how to hunt deer. And like is being patient with him, and like no, like it sounds like the evolution of Rick Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> like well, damn it! Now I'm gonna stop playing the game forty four seasons into it. <laughs> so, uh, so, so four it's it's into it. it's very it's very it's very um, like I've got I've got an I've got an ass load of questions, and my ass is pretty big. And um, like one of, my, of one of my one of my favorite things is there are two there are two amazing things about this game that I've noticed right off the jump. Is that um, it's it's shot so that there's only one camera the entire game, so it's like every cutscene is it doesn't it doesn't like pan out from one camera, so it's really cool like the way uh, Birdman. I was gonna was say shot. they Birdman the shit. Yes, they did. They yeah. did. And it's fucking phenomenal. And uh, there's I am a stickler for like finding shit in games. Like like oh, it's telling me to go that way. Like no, I'm gonna go this way and find this little one cent coin that apparently can. It's up called my a token. St- Get the fuck out of my brain, you douchebag. I'm the one playing the game, not you. That's just true. You're one so, of the people that doesn't play the game and just likes to find and pick shit up. Yeah. That, well, that. He was and, like one of the okay, first so, guys that beats up. And another, another thing, I like games that are hard as balls. And, and I guess those aren't very hard. Yeah. But like, no, no, like no, like Dark Souls and, and Demon Souls and Bloodborne and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like shit that you like you're Ninja just, Gaiden three exactly like you're just thrown into the game and it's like you are not going to fucking win so I yeah. picked the hardest difficulty going into it and I was like I'm gonna do all right because I played those games no I decreased <laughs> the difficulty two times already <laughs> because back to rookie I just, I just wanted to do that well it says give me a, the 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 difficulty selection is give me a story give me a um a balanced play give me a challenge and give me the God of War. Those are the four ones. And I picked give me the God of War. 
And immediately I hated it because I was, I, I mean, I broke three TVs. I know I have that kind of money just laying around to just buy new TVs. Yeah, so I replaced my TVs and my Shout out to them tips at StumbleStiltskin. Hey, what's good? Hey, come see me StumbleStiltskin tonight. Hey. I'm the racially ambiguous one. <laughs> uh, so his parents won't be there, by the way. They will We're not. Wearing they will a rag. They've actually they've actually disowned me by now. But <laughs> yeah, they stopped at the first. But episode. anyway, no, I'm saying this game has easily become, and I'm not even completed. The, I'm not even a fourth of the way done with it yet, and mm. it's it's one of my favorite games I've ever I've ever picked up ever. So I'm really excited of uh, updates to come. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. Look check forward that out. to that one. What do you got behind? Mine is actually, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of double dip here. It's one topic, but, uh, you know, I wanted to bring up earlier my buddy, my good friend, Matt Feliciano, who's going to be joining the show. Yeah. He, uh, hey. Yeah, big, big, big shout out to Matt and the family out there. You know, this this uh, this gentleman, good friend of mine for 22 plus years now, had a heart, a heart transplant last year. Just came up on the one year anniversary. He got his sternum closed up. Mm. With uh, four plates, so he's kind of like the Wolverine of the group with a little animanium, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Slash in there. Iron so Man. Slash Iron Man. Exactly, exactly. Matt, we love you. Um, can't wait to have you on the show. So my kind of, uh, you he's know. cute, too. <laughs> you look good. You, know, you got the Puerto Rican jeans. <laughs> <laughs> what brand are those? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about the 24-year anniversary of uh, one of his and I's favorite albums, uh, Nas Ilmatic. You know, I met Matt yes. on the school bus. Uh, literally my first day of school when I moved down here. Um, it was one of those things to where back in the day you kind of could hear music come from other people's headphones, and you would do it on purpose just to see what they were listening to. Yeah, so him and just I, nosy, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's just you. So man. him and I immediately hit it off, you know, just with Wu Tang and everything else. And you know, Nas Ilmatic is one of the best, uh, not just debut albums of all time as far as hip hop goes, but also just one of the best albums. You know, the production credits include DJ Premier, Q Tip, Large Professor. Pete Rock, LES, and Nas himself. Um, as far as sales go, surprisingly, it only sold about 60,000 units its first week and didn't go platinum until 2001. But the influence has been far-reaching. Um, today, for uh, Record Store Day, actually, they came out with the uh, the Nas Symphony version of Illmatic that he recorded on live vinyl? in New York on vinyl. Oh, yeah, so, wait, so Matt it... went today and picked that up. And that's with a, that's with an orchestra. Oh playing? yeah, full orchestra Dude. playing the oh, whole wow. Illmatic album. Shit. So I, I, it's actually on Spotify right now. If you want to listen to it, I listened to it a little bit at work yesterday, and it is it is outstanding. But uh, you know, uh, just a couple fun facts about the album. New York State of Mind was recorded in one take, and that's one of my favorite tracks on the album. Large Professor actually offered the beat to halftime to Busta Rhymes, and he ended up passing on it. Mm. Um, it's one of the first albums. I wouldn't say first albums, but it's one of few albums, especially at the time, to get a five mic rating from the source. Which the source, especially back in the day, that was like the church, <laughs> yeah, the church of hip hop. Like you would get Source magazine to see what they thought about any album yeah. coming out, and for that to have five mics was huge. Especially you know him putting uh, Queensbridge on the map. Queensbridge, you know, Jay Z uh, used a sample of "World Is Yours" on Reasonable Doubt, his first album. AZ was able to uh, negotiate his first contract literally off of just like two verses on Nas's uh, CD. And then it did finally go platinum in 2001. So just wanted to uh, talk about the album, talk about Matt. 
Definitely, if you can, uh, yeah. Hey, what a Rico! You know, if you can get your hands on the uh, orchestra album, definitely do it. If not, go on Spotify, check it out. It is uh, a masterpiece, just like the original is. It's fire, as the kids are saying nowadays. (laughs) It is lit. It is lit. Or is it still on fleek? Are they still saying? I don't think anyone said that for forty years now, Brian. (laughs) I would say four months. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's. uh, So, what do we got next week? Oh. Infinity War! Or whatever, we'll go and start here. So anyway, so Matt will be joining me next Thursday. If you are out at the Palladium Cinemas here in High Point, North Carolina, we're going to be there at 5 p.m. just kind of getting some uh, pre-movie interviews with some fans, kind of getting some reactions as far as what you think is going to happen, who's going to die, predictions, this, that, and the other. So we'll be there at 5 o'clock, and then we're going to broadcast that show probably beginning of next week. And then the week after... You're going to have one week to go watch the movie. Because if you're a true fan, you're going to see it within the first week. Fuck yeah. Because after that, we're covering you're Infinity see it more War. Than I'm one going time. Thursday. Exactly. We're going Thursday. I'm probably going to go again and take my kid to go see it Saturday. Oh my if God. You, you have a kid? Yeah. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, says the guy who's hung out with my daughter. <laughs> yeah, no, she's awesome probably, shit. Yeah, she is she's the coolest. Actually really we all hung out in New York like yeah, yeah, yeah. She is the coolest. If, if you don't want to pay to see the movie and just want to listen to our awesome review, I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah, I mean, cool you can too. do that too and then just pay us. There's definitely we, that yeah. option. We can do the entire movie in 20 minutes, I guarantee it. <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> Are you Doo-doo Brown is Tony Stark. <laughs> Are you mocking me? Billionaire genius philanthropist. <laughs> Fuck out of here. As long as I'm not Doctor Strange, I'm happy as hell. I'll be Spider Boy. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Spider Boy! (laughs) Gate City Growlers, they have 20 taps. They specialize in small North Carolina breweries and specialty craft beers. Working with the little guys since 2015. Guys, please, please stay local. Take care of the local shops. All right, thank you guys for uh, tuning in to another episode of Multipoptural. And when I say another, I mean the very first one. So uh, I am Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Doodoo. I'm Jadon, the comic nerd. Brian Saber, Captain Cleveland. Brian H., a.k.a. B. Hearn, a.k.a. Puerto Rico's finest. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you tune in next week. Same bat channel, same bat place. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.